have a statement for you today. Psalm number 119, the verse number 9 through to 11. How can a young man, sorry, New Living Translation, how can a young person stay pure by obeying your word? Then, I've tried hard to find, to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. 11, I have hidden your word in my heart. That I may not, I might not sin against you. Amen. Amen. That's the theme or the topic Pastor Prince gave me, which is the Bible conference. I think today we are considering the value of the Word of God, the value of the Word of God. So we want to look at three values. Of the word of God in the life of a Christian. Three values of the word of God in the life of a Christian. The word of God has many, many, many values. I try to list some, and I, but I cannot give you all. I wanted to look, according to the scripture I've read, I wanted to look at these three. But what's my fire? I have plenty. Plenty of the, in case I may have to, plenty of the values. Let me put it here in case. I need to mention something to you. We have learned that the word of God has value in the life of every child of God. Amen. And if you stick to the word and obey it, you read, study, and obey it, it will benefit you. Amen. I wish I've known the word of God more than I know today. I wish. And I always be telling the youth that this is the time for you to to study the word of God. Read the word of God. Memorize. I tell people that all the memory verses I have, I don't, it's not now that I'm learning them. It's those that I learned during my youthful days. Now I can memorize. I will try to memorize a few hours or days that I forget. So this is a time for you to, to study the word and make time to memorize them. It will do you good. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. It will do you good. I remember I had the news on CNN one time. Billy Graham was before he died at the 80s. He was interviewed on CNN. And then, at the close of the interview, the journalist asked him, the host asked him, if you have something to tell the world, or let's say your last words, he said if he had a chance to come back to be a youthful person, a young the only thing we do is to read the word of God. That's what Billy Graham said. They read the word of God. They read the word of God. So make time. Make time. Now by God's technology, the Bibles are on our phones and our, our tabs and whatever. So whatever you want, make time to read the word of God and be determined to obey them. So three values, briefly. Three values. The word of God had three values according to the text we have read. One, the word of God purified the Christian. Verse 9. The value of the word of God according to the text we have read. One, it purifies the Christian. Two, it establishes the Christian. And here we are talking about establishing the Christian in the faith. Three, the word of God empowers the Christian. And here we talk about empowering the Christian to live above sin. Live above sin. Some things, according to Tozer, 
AW Tozer, some things may be neglected with a little loss to the spiritual life. But to neglect communion with God is to hurt ourselves where we cannot afford it. To neglect studying the word of God, to neglect meditating on the word of God, to neglect obeying God's word, you are going to cause harm, great harm to yourself as a Christian. And the hurt it will cause, you cannot afford. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God, according to the text we read, one purifies us. The Christian, verse 9. How can a young man stay pure? How can a young man cleanse his way? To purify is to be free from impurities. Obnoxious matter. To be clear from material or spiritual defilement. Ritual purity was a vital part of the life and worship of the Hebrews. In order to take part in the worship of the tabernacle. The place where they were meeting God in, in worship. Or the temple, when the temple was built, it was necessary to be free from every sort of uncleanness. Hallelujah. We all know that God is holy. God is pure. God is righteous. So the first condition for every child of God to approach God is to be pure. Hallelujah. It's to be pure. And this one can be done only by the word of God. Nothing can purify us apart from the word of God. Hallelujah. Especially youthful ones or young ones like us. There are many things that come our way as we grow. But when we stick to the word of God, when we get close to the word of God, when we make time for the word of God, this same word will cleanse us, will purify us, and qualify us to approach God at all times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the word of God alone to make us clean. Jesus said that you are clean by the words I spoke to you. Amen. John 15, 3. You are clean. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. You can only see God. You can only approach God when you are pure. Hallelujah. And this work is done by the word of God. It can cleanse us, purify us, sanctify us, set us apart for God so that we can always approach him and worship him. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that without holiness, be at peace with all men in holiness without which no one can see the Lord. Hallelujah. So if you want to come to church and meet God, the condition is to cleanse yourself by making sure you obey God. The more you obey God's word and you walk according to God's word, the more you are being set apart, being purified to approach God at all times. Amen. Secondly, 
the word of God not only purifies the Christian or the child of God, it establishes the Christian. Verse 10. I've tried how to find you. Don't let me wonder. The key word here is wonder from your commands. You know, many people start the Christian life and along the way, they abandon it. It was just last Friday, a sister in the church here met, we met, somebody I knew very well to be a Christian, or I know to be a Christian very well. A person now is questioning the faith. He has stopped going to church and questioning the faith because he has been listening to somebody on the telly. But if you are the word of God and you are rooted and grounded in the way, it doesn't matter what you hear. You'll be stable. No wind of doctrine can blow you away. But many people start in the faith and later on when you look for them, you don't find them. I remember when we were in secondary school, I remember what I've said this to me before. I wasn't too serious with God. When was, I was going to SU, right? I wasn't committed. I wasn't committed. Don't do that. Be committed. When you go to school, join the SU and be committed. Don't be like me. It is the grace of God that has saved me. I didn't know if I had died. Those days. There was this guy. They were the leaders of SU. Some of them would just go to show our face and we come. But this guy, we were all in Pentecost and when we go, they were the leaders of us, giants in SU. So later on, by the grace of God, after secondary school, I went to an experience and that made me to be serious with the Lord. Hallelujah. Maybe that experience, if you go to, you don't know where, so be serious now. I went to the experience and then that made me to be committed to the Lord. And later, I met this guy. We all came to cry. I met this guy. Girls were fighting for him. Ladies were fighting. Impregnate this one. Impregnate this one. Ladies, I know the guy. Ladies were often. So it's not how you begin, but how you end. The Bible says the end is better than the beginning. The were, ladies were fighting about him. And I learned to give bring birth to other ladies. But when you are established in the word of God, no wind of doctrine can blow you. You'll be stable in the faith. Hallelujah. Now that you have received the Lord according to Colossians 2, 6. Live in him. Be rooted and grounded in him. Don't just be coming and going. Don't just be coming and warming the pew. Make sure you allow the word of God to work on you and in you and through you. Hallelujah. Anyone who allowed the word of God to work in him or her and through her is seen by the world. People see. They see the difference. They see the difference. They see the difference. You are not the one going to tell people, 
I'm a Christian. People will see you and know that you are a Christian. Hallelujah. Your life will show. Your life will testify to the world. You'll be on the pistol of the gospel. If only you stick to the word. And allow the word of God to ground you, root you in Christ. We establish you in Christ. Amen. Amen. So make time for the word of God. Allow the word of God to sink into you. And it will do you good. Amen. The third point we find verse 11 is that the word of God empowers a Christian to live above sin. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The word of God is not for our intellect. The word of God is for our hearts. It doesn't matter how many scriptures you have memorized. If the scriptures have no impact on your life, it will not do you any good. Geography, mathematics, economics, admas, statistics, and the rest, they are for the intellect. But the word of God is for our hearts. The word of God is for our spirits. Hallelujah. Jesus said that the flesh profited nothing. But the words I speak to you, they are, they are spirit and they are what? They are life. So your spirit man needs to be nourished by the word of God. Because Jesus said that the, it's not what we put in ourselves that defies us. But what defies a man is what comes out of him. And he continued to say that adultery, fornication, and the rest, covetousness, murder, and all the other things you can mention, they come from where? From within. So in order to counteract that, in order to overcome that, you must nourish your inner man. Let your inner man not be nourished by the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your inner man, let your spirit man be nourished by the word of God. For your spirit is from God. You will go back to God. Amen. And the word of God is spirit. The word of God is eternal. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The word of God creates. Hallelujah. So, when we allow the word of God, we make time for the word of God, we have power over sin. It may seem no longer have dominion over you anymore. There are many Christians, they go to church all right. But after they leave the church, sin welcomes them. They have no control. They yield. They submit. They bow. But he who is empowered by the word of God, Sin cannot have dominion. He's, he's an overcomer. He controls things by the presence of the word of God in him or her and the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Sin will not have dominion over the Christian who is empowered by the
the word of God. Amen. Amen. How do we approach God? To be acceptable, accepted by him, is by being pure. Hallelujah. First of all, I, I listened to something the Eastwood preached recently. I don't know when people saw it on social media. He said that some of us in the choir, we, we talk about, I mean, gossip about members. And the same people come together to sing. Some of us talk about the pastor. And you come and sit down, listen to the, the same pastor. How can that same pastor be a blessing to you? You know, when you do this thing, you are defiling yourself. When you talk about your neighbor, your, your sister, your brother, you are doing what? You are defiling yourself. And you cannot share, especially today be the, the day, communion day, come and share the last table with the same person. So these are the things that defile us. But how do we approach God to be accepted by him? By being pure. Hallelujah. By being pure. And this can be possible when we allow the word of God to have impact on our lives too. How can we be established in the Lord and not be thrown overcome by sin is to be established in him. Rooted and grounded in him. And this can be done only by the word of God. Thirdly, how can we be empowered to overcome sin and live above the world? Live according to the will of God is to give heed to the word of God and be empowered by the word of God. Amen. I believe these three points you will not forget as you end the Bible conference today. Like I said, there are many values, but I just want to give you these three to walk by this new year. May the Lord bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall bow our heads. How can a young person, a young boy, a young girl cleanse his way, cleanse his life? It's only by taking heed. It's only by obeying your word. I want you to pray in a moment. Commit your life into the hands of the Lord. Your ways into the hands of the Lord. When the Bible talks about your ways, talk about your life. Existing and going through life, your ways commit to the hand of the Lord. Now, from today, the word of God will be a lamp on your feet and light on your path. As long as you live, you will not do anything without consulting, without being led by the Spirit of God, or without being led by the Word. You will be a doer of the Word, you will be obedient to the Word of God. I want you to pray, commit to you yourself. Pray. That's from today. You are making a commitment to let the word guide you. Bible says that. Trust in the Lord. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. Make a commitment that for today you allow the word of God to direct your path. Direct your way. 
You allow the word of God to be a lamp on your feet, a light on your path. You will do only what the word of God commands. Not what somebody is saying. But what the word of God says. Pray and commit yourself to God. We thank you. We bless you. Forgive you that's your word, which is eternal. And these values we have learned today, they are eternal. They are universal. Because it's your word. You have exalted your word above your name. If for all of your word is settled in heaven. Your words are eternal dimension. Universal dimension. What applies to us today applies to all who believe in you, whatever they are. We are the law, your word will have impact on our lives. Grant us grace to be doers of your word, not only hearless or listening to deceive ourselves. Our life will be pure to be able to approach you in worship. We'll be established and grounded, rooted in Christ, and know with doctrine, for doctrine will deceive us. We'll be empowered by your word. We'll be able to live above sin, above the world. We overcome this. And no sin will be able to have dominion over us. Guide us by your word. And let no sin have dominion over us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.